Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Andrea Casetta. Yay! Yay! And it's a bonus week. Yes. Uh it has been a very fun and very um busy past few weeks for us uh, recording the series on timothy leary so we wanted to take a quick little breather to talk about um tiger king the i think god joel McHale called it the biggest documentary of our generation do you guys That's understand really that sad. i mean that, that upsets me greatly. Yeah. That's a bummer. And if he's talking about his generation, i.e. your generation, isn't that when, like, the uh, Inconvenient Truth came out? Joel McHale's, like, 46. Yeah, I was going to say, I like how you think Joel McHale and us are the same <laughs> This is not an insult to you guys. That was a compliment to Joel McHale. <laughs> because I, did, I had no idea he was 46, and I would still hit it. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> That's how uh, I used to babysit kids, and they go, you're like really old and I was like how old do you think I am they're like 16 I was 25 <laughs> <laughs> I I also want to mention part of the reason we're taking a break is because we have a five part series coming up after this it's a pretty big deal we've been planning it for a long time uh, so we're we're basically building up to something pretty awesome god I, I i know it's hard to get we've talked about it before it's that thing where you're excited and then immediately disgusted with yourself for being excited yep yep, yep and yep. we came up with a german word for it and i can't remember what it was but grafofelfen sounds right yeah this, yeah, yeah sure. exactly <laughs> yeah but um we recorded this series on Tiger King, Joe Exotic, Doc Antle, and various other things almost immediately after the series happened. Um, because right. we all binged it oh, like fast as shit, right? And then we were like, we have to talk about it. I I didn't I was impervious to the Tiger King hype because I wasn't really going on social media when it like first dropped. But I knew Andrea was watching some new documentary and I was like, what is this about? And she was like, it's about cats, big ass cats. <laughs> and every 25 minutes from our kitchen, I would hear Andrea go, what the fuck? <laughs> but we, we watched it uh, pretty much as soon as it came out, but we wanted to give y'all some time to check it out. Um, so we, you know, put a pause on it. And then Netflix went and zagged on us by dropping a bonus episode of Tiger King featuring Armando's sweetheart, Joel McHale. <laughs> so the way this episode goes, just to give you a, a little bit of fair warning, is uh, kind of disjointed. So the first I would say bulk part of the episode is recorded immediately after Tiger King dropped. Um, and then a little bit after some articles and some news had dropped about all the stuff that they didn't go into. Uh, and so we recorded that. And then after the bonus episode came out on Easter Sunday, we immediately watched it and then sat down to record something. And we're like, nope, I can't focus on this until we talk about this <laughs> fucking Norway conspiracy because it is driving me crazy. I, I am strong in my conspiracy beliefs about Norway. I agree with you, to be honest. Fully agree with you. And uh, so if you want to hear all about that, please stick around to the end. Um, so I think, yeah, with that, let's uh, let's get into the insane bullshit that is Joe Exotic and Tiger King. 
And get ready for your mind holes to be blown next week. Kabam! Like a tiger on Joe's farm. Oh no! Oh, no, okay, no. <laughs> Don't drink the Kool-Aid. You can start. We're recording. Uh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Is Paige high? <laughs> no. Uh. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Cougar Queen, Andrea <laughs> Gazetta. Oh, God. Wow. Can I start it again? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Hello, cats and kittens. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> or we just we say big cats and kittens? No, she says cats and kittens. Cats and kittens. Yeah. Hello, cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, I'm going to try not to laugh. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Hello, cats and kittens. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Armando Torres. <laughs> With us, we have Cougar Queen, Andrea Gazetta. <laughs> I'm going to make you change your name to Mala. <laughs> Yay! Tiger King happened. Yes. We have to talk we about it. We have to talk about it. It's cult adjacent. It, it is it cult is, adjacent. It's I, not even cult adjacent. There's cults inside there of it. There are cults involved. I do think Joe kind of has his own little cult, kind of, a little exactly. bit. Exactly. I mean, which pales in comparison to Bhagavan Doc Antle's cult. Yes. Before we get into it, let's set up some shit. So, we have, the three of us, been locked in quarantine in an undisclosed South Pasadena location. I and, mean, except for Paige. Yeah, and, and I have been in an undisclosed Eagle Rock adjacent location. Yes. And uh, this is... This is maybe the best time that they could have dropped Tiger King, a documentary on Netflix, a seven-part series that I'm hoping you've watched because otherwise this none of this spoilers. is going to make sense. So yeah, many spoilers. So many spo- I have been trying to get my parents to watch this for days, mm-hmm. and they have refused. And I need someone to talk about it with, and it has been <laughs> eating at my soul, and I have just been posting memes, and it's just... It's sweeping the nation. And it's the most insane story because every episode you're like, oh, I have a grip on where this is going. And then you have no fucking idea. Oh, my God. I I live texted a friend who had like finished it already Mm -hmm. as I was watching it. And he was like, wait till you get to episode five. And I was on episode two. And I was like, how could it get weirder than someone feeding their husband to the fucking lions? By the way, I think maybe he faked his death and oh, escaped yeah. to Costa Rica. I think there's a strong chance. Okay, for a refresher, Carol, who runs Big Cat Rescue, uh, in episode two, I believe, yes. it, it is theorized that there's a possibility. What they believe is that she murdered her husband and fed him to the lions or hid his body on the property. To get his inheritance to open a big cat park, uh-huh. which they kind of already had a bunch of big cats just for fun well he was breeding so she they got into the big cats thing together right and he he was originally yeah he was originally pro like anyone should be able to own big cats they bred lynxes and would sell them to people and then she started realizing that once those animals would grow up they'd come back and be like hey can you actually take this animal back because we can't take care of it and so she decided that like the idea and the practice of breeding big cats wasn't good and so that's why she wanted to open this park but did you find out 
that online she kept breeding cats and had cub petting at her park as recently as 2008. Oh, shit. She is so hypocrite. So full of shit. So full of shit. I fucking I I hate her so much. I don't even know. I also don't like her. Yeah. Um, I kind of think he's dead personally. I think he's dead because of all the suspicious stuff that happened after. So allegedly there is an additional podcast about the story that lends slightly more credence to him being dead and her being involved, which I would fully believe. I'm what is this willing podcast? to believe that. Yeah. It's I'll have to find it. I think it's called Tiger King. Like I think it's the okay. same title I but look, by different people. I want to look into it. Um I would fully believe that. I feel like it's one or the other. Either he escaped to Costa Rica with his new bride and then mm-hmm. eventually left her for some new thing because that was his thing. Where do you leave Costa Rica for? Fucking anywhere else in the world. He's huh? he's a ghost. He faked his own death. But he or, left all his money. I think he'd been stashing money for a while. I yeah. think it had been planned. I think oh, you think like, he had like a several yeah. account? Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. shell? Like the shell, shell game? Shell accounts. Um, I don't understand finances, money, or technology. Well, I am your grandmother. My thing. No <laughs> one knew how much money he had Mm-mm. officially. Oh, that's true. Nobody did. So people were like, he's from five to ten million. So Carol could have gotten two like, million yes. and he could have the eight million. Yeah. Have eight just million. be in the Costa Rican jungle petting cats and shit. Yes. Or he could have had more money because there were some people that were like 20 million and she didn't get 20 million. You know, she got like or whatever she got Uh to open a big cat rescue and then gets fucking wild ass Facebook money and then doesn't pay anybody. Wait, are you talking about big cat rescue or big cat rescue entertainment? Because I am confused here. I'm talking about big cat rescue. But like, so I think. He had been stashing money for years and had probably always been stashing money. And Costa Rica or South America would be a great place to hide some. And I think he had money other places and then just dipped the fuck out. This is something that we've seen uh, most recently in McMillions. But so the the people who are arrested and convicted of white collar crimes, mm-hmm. they often don't know the full extent of how much money they really have. And so you have to pay um restitution so like you're paying some of your money out but like they said in that one some of the people that got arrested they know for a fact they had like they kept the nice house the nice cars they had money definitely buried somewhere yeah and so i think it's like that with people like this where like you guys said you don't know how much money he had and he was probably planning this for a long time i think they had had trouble for a while yeah i think i think he left his first wife with her and was like what have i done and then started planning the escape then because he clearly they were having trouble for a long time they were fighting over the cats he wanted to take everything to costa rica she didn't want to go and i think he was just like bye bitch poof i'm gone i would love it if like it's probably not gonna happen because he was old at the time well he's probably probably like if i leave her enough of my shit she'll let it go yeah you know what i mean absolutely I also think that maybe he's like, if I leave her anything, she won't look for me. If right. she can keep the house and all of her stuff, she'll leave me alone. What do you think he would have thought if he if he was alive and saw this documentary? Do you think he'd just be like, damn, she got a nerd ass version of me? <laughs> I think he's dead because he was yeah. older at the time. But I would fucking love for him to just like show up in the news one day and be like, I did it, bitches. You thought I was dead. Give me my money back. 
I don't think that's how that works. I think you go to jail. He's not dead. He that's was declared fair. legally dead, but if he's provably not dead. I guess he didn't put in the work to make himself be legally dead. No, she did. Mm, he just left and she was right. scary. Now, the legally dead thing does give more credence to her killing him. As far as there being something f- to arrest him for, I mean, he did. He left America with a bunch of money and then went to another country without papers uh i i feel like if he did come back there would be some shit you know i feel like i mean a i believe he's dead at this point it's true just from old age or being fed to a tiger Mm -hmm. one of the two either or nothing in between and (laughs) um i think if you are a fucking rich ass old person you can go anywhere and just quietly live out your life just like Adolf Hitler did. Oh, yeah. And that's just going to be it. Yeah, my point was more like if he tried to come back. I don't think he ever would. I don't think if he got out, I don't think he ever would try to come back. Or he would just change his identity. He's got money. Yeah, exactly. Fake papers. This was like the 80s. Nothing was computerized. You you didn't even need a fake ID. You could just say, my name is bob yeah money Tigerson. is the best passport yeah yeah it truly is <laughs> i could never be a rich person that money is the best passport i don't even know how to use money when i have it my new passport says i am thomas jefferson <laughs> <laughs> that's fraud hello it's me abraham lincoln <laughs> <laughs> that's just a penny <laughs> or a five <laughs> You guys meet my friend George Washington. <laughs> I have 25 cents. I am the president of America. <laughs> I I hope I hope that there is an afterlife and that one of the things in the afterlife when you get to heaven they sit you down and they're like, "Hey, or no, when you're waiting outside the pearly gates, they hand out heaven iPhones and they're like, "Hey, you'll find each one is uh, programmed with a podcast called Everything You Wanted to Know the Truth oh About." Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and like yeah. episode 15 is what happened to Carol's husband. <laughs> Adnan's innocent. Stephen Avery is guilty. Yes, Aaron Hernandez finished Harry Potter. And then also, <laughs> turns out, Joe killed Carol Tusker. Whoa. <laughs> and then episode five is, yes, it was gross that you spent all day playing video games and eating Domino's pizza, Armando. <laughs> you should have gone outside. Not right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That's the podcast. That's what I really hope. I really hope that there's... Because I want to learn everything. Yeah. I want updates, and I want facts, and I want a trial. That's what I want. Yeah, Jesus. Go get a a fucking microphone and start (laughs) podcast. It's not that hard. We do it, and there's a pandemic going on. (laughs) Welcome to the Lord's Podcast. We can just bow our heads for a minute. I have some facts to get to you. Our sponsor is hair. Great for feet. There's so many things to unpack in this in this show. Sponsored by forgiveness. <laughs> oh, that one's sweet. Yeah, Lion King is full of absolute. Wait, insane. Lion King? Fuck! <laughs> the Tiger King. I've been doing it constantly because Lion King is like a real thing, and then Tiger King is Tiger King. But like, my brain is like Lion King. <laughs> I did see the cameo that Simba made in Tiger King. That was pretty sweet. Very cute. I'm just picturing Joe like holding Travis up over mm-hmm. like gay pride rock. <laughs> great. Instead of pride rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the circle of myth. That's great. <laughs> you Aww. don't have any teeth left. <laughs> 
I, oh my god how sad oh. were you when those crocodiles died and john was really upset about it oh yeah. man he's like i didn't have to burn on my crocodilians like that i was like he knows the word crocodilians <laughs> he doesn't have enough teeth to pronounce that word properly but he, he knows teeth. it he did get teeth he, he, got, teeth. he got teeth I and see he's pictures. married yeah that was so difficult was it hit me immediately with joe exotic's second husband but yeah, when, me too. when uh john was explaining to the camera he was like yeah i'm also realizing that i'm not gay and you can kind of see like it forming in his mind where he's like until i met travis i didn't realize that like i have a choice in my own sexuality like that's kind of the subtext of what john was talking about that broke my fucking heart well i mean there's a part of me that is a at least glad that he got out got out and has like like anyone who escapes a cult i am so happy you got out yes i'm happy he has teeth i'm happy that he has someone who loves him she has been in the comments on facebook she is wildly accessible uh on the comments <laughs> in the comments on facebook and she's like i bought him new teeth because i buy him the things that he needs and joe didn't understand his real needs he was buying him cars and guns should have just been buying him teeth and i was just like this bitch speaks the truth well i think i've been stockpiling teeth <laughs> I think she just actually cares about him. And I, from what I understand, he's sober and has a job and everything now, which is like everything good. And I am so happy. Well, I think that Joe did something that we see a lot of cult to do, which is take people that are on the fringes that don't have anywhere else to go and take advantage of them, including these young men who came to him with drug problems. And then he kind of was like, oh, you're mine now. And to Joe, I'm sure he thought that, Like, Joe was manipulating teenagers, essentially, to have sex with him. Yeah. But framing it in the context of a a real relationship, which happens a lot when you have an older person and a much younger person. He groomed them. Yeah, totally. And you see it a lot, like, not just in cults, but especially with a lot of actual drug dealers. When you have a supply, or people who are drug enthusiasts, when you have a big supply of drugs like that, you attract people who are just there for the free drugs and eventually they can't tell what they're doing for the drugs and what they're doing because they want to and also you're scrambling their brain and telling them things that are true while they're on drugs you yeah know, it's, it d- drugs fuck with consent heavy yes yeah they fuck with your brain in general but consent especially plus also if you have a large stockpile of tigers mm-hmm. that's gonna attract people well, to tigers you. oh yeah pussy brings little pussy brings the big pussy there you go wait <laughs> A yeah. little pussy brings a lot, a lot of, of pussy. pussy. That's what that was Jeff. the line. <laughs> yeah. Technically, Jeff big is, pussy brings a little Jeff pussy. Jeff is a fucking con man, right? We can all. Yes. Jeff is yeah. a con Jeff cons man. Joe Exotic out Absolute. of that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've known a million Jeff Lowe's in my life. He, oh God, I hate him. Well, I think what's interesting about this is when it starts, you feel like there is a villain. Yeah. And then when it's over, just everyone sucks. Yeah. It's like Joe isn't good. Jeff isn't good. Carol isn't good. Like all of the main players who are kind of at each other's throats are taking advantage of and exploiting other people. And it's just like none and of it's animals good. and yeah. animals horribly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so glad you'll never find a picture of me petting a big cat. You ain't never going to get me for that one. I have been to a, a big cat rescue. It's not that specific one, but I've been to one in Oregon. Have you been? There was one in Florida. When That's we went the to one. My There's grandpa. not one in Florida. There are a, there are a lot, lot in Florida. Florida. Yeah. When I was a teenager, there is a photo of me petting a cougar. 
which is why I am now the cougar queen. <laughs> oh, is that why you're the cougar queen? I thought it was because you dating me. Multiple truths. <laughs> this there are as many truths. When as you John pet had the teeth. cougar, you become the cougar. <laughs> Is, is that why you're wearing leopard print right now? Oh my yes. god, I didn't even realize it. <laughs> what are you, Carol, going to court? <laughs> it's my most comfortable sweater. Okay. Oh god. God. I will fight for animal rights. I would like to see a manager. My favorite was Hater. somebody posted online. They were like, "Did she like sew her first husband up into a bear? Because she's wearing a lot of flower crowns." Whoa. <laughs> I was like. I did. My favorite meme was the picture of Carol, and it said, uh, but we have midsummer at home. <laughs> I did. like. I like that meme a lot. Oh, man. The thing is, though, is like that is like when you when you're like, OK, flower hippies like I embody peace and love and like I love animals. That's great. That was 1970. But you bring that to today. You're fucking weird. Go to your meetings. Yeah, stop yeah. it. Well, and she's got like hundreds of people working for her for fucking free. Yeah. That's yeah. some bullshit. I, I, um, okay. So story time. I, I, I definitely talked about it on the podcast for sure, but I didn't live there long enough for you or Marie or even Andrea to ever come there for a while. I was living at a place in, uh, in San Dimas, California, San Dimas high school rocks. Um, and in the backyard, they had an animal rescue and they had llamas and uh, alpacas, tortoises, a bunch of chickens, several peacocks, uh, a lot of really rare birds, um, all of these like super cool animals that they were, you know, fostering and trying to re rehabilitate uh, and eventually either give it to someone who could take care of it or put it in like the, the apes at the end where they had their own like, like yeah. that's where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Um, and these people had a program where you could come and help them with the animals and you would either get school credit or it would count as community service if you were, uh, you know, in need of it, legally speaking. And the people that they got to come out, it's so fucking culty, even at that like small level of just hearing them talk. And I was like, yo, you're, I, I live here and you're working like 14 hours a day like you're yeah. at my house for 14 hours a day if my landlord asked me to water one of the like give water to a cat i could tell him to go fuck himself what the fuck yeah i don't know how people have time to work for free i don't have well, time it's not legal they shouldn't be working no, for free that's like that a point. whole thing yeah there's like the whole thing of like the reason that we don't have interns on is one because uh it it uh, we really we feel bad we feel bad because of asking anyone to help us with this but the other thing too is is that legally an intern has to have the possibility to work or be learning something with employment in the future and you're so, interning so that to learn the skills it's almost an apprenticeship yeah that's what it's supposed to be and yeah. those like stuff like that and the volunteer shit they're always being abused like this well and that's it's particular most animal programs are volunteer based and here's my thing is i'm like if you're there one or two hours a week or even like one day a week that's volunteering like i'm gonna put that in the camp of volunteering yeah yeah yeah. that's fine if your organization is entirely staffed by people you don't pay that's some bullshit yeah yeah it's terrible the worst part of the place that i was living is that my landlord actually killed his husband and fed him to a turtle what yeah are you sure he didn't escape to turkmenistan <laughs> i just 
I want live action footage of a turtle eating a person because it would take, it would take forever. So long. <laughs> I it's like that mouth thing from the Star Wars. The Sarlacc the pit? The Sarlacc yeah. pit? Yeah. Sarlacc pit was quick as fuck, dude. Yeah, it caught just, Boba Fett immediately. You, you just fall in it. Yeah. You well, just get eaten. It's like a giant time. pussy in the sand. Yeah. Boba Fett was basically the Carol's first husband of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone thought he was dead, but we know he got out. We just don't know what happened. Boba Fett is like a hot dog down a hallway in that thing. Yeah. This but, is like when your parents tell you your dog is on a farm, but he dead. Yeah, Boba Fett's <laughs> on a farm with lots of room to fly around on his jetpack. Turns out the Sarlacc pit just kegled him out. <laughs> like a tampon over a toilet accidentally. The worst part is Sarlacc pit is the closest thing to a live action ditto we will ever see. Aww. <laughs> Here's the here's the problem with like animal people, quote unquote. Speaking as someone who grew up as that person you confessed on our last episode that we just recorded moments ago that you wanted to grow up to be a horse yes (laughs) or cat so (laughs) here's the thing about animal people is like they animal people people who love animals gravitate towards creatures that do not reject them because they're people that they're shy or they're not comfortable around other human beings necessarily and animals as long as you got snacks, like, we can hang out. They, for the most part, do not give a shit as long as you're nice to them. Also, one time, I was late to my job at Jimmy John's because a fucking tortoise stood in front of the door, and I couldn't get out, and they were like, oh, the tortoise just has to move on its own time. And I was like, I gotta go make sandwiches, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the weirdest excuse. And then the day of the tortoise, I tried to open my door because my door goes out, and I hit a fucking tortoise, and it broke the door. It left a dent in the door. Have you ever had to argue to get your security deposit back where you're like, that was a pre-existing turtle. I can't. Are you fucking kidding me? They won't let me fight the Wait, turtle. The tortoise no. was in the house? tortoise, yes. Yeah, yes. It was like a big-ass tortoise? Big fucker. This big motherfucker. Turtles too. smell. It was a tortoise. Did I, it smell? Yeah, it smelled pretty bad. The whole house smelled like, well, because my room smelled okay. Tortoise, if you just let a tortoise roam around your house, they're not going to the bath. Like, it's gross. The tortoise shit outside. Okay. What you can call what it did shit. Now I'm just picturing a tortoise trying to go through a doggy door. (laughs) (laughs) I hated that fucking house so much. (gasps) Did you ever get to see it have sex with anything? No. These are some of my favorite videos on YouTube. They got weird dicks, though. I've seen it hard. They got weird dicks, and they try to hump bicycle helmets Mm -hmm. and shit. And they make a chirping noise. Ah! Ah! (laughs) <laughs> that's the noise it sounds like you're opening a refreshing soda and tasting it for the first time yeah, it's, every it's time that, that is noise. what an orgasm feels like for a tortoise <laughs> is that noise coupled with the sound you hear when somebody accidentally pocket dials you that kind of like fumbling around <laughs> things clattering against you that's the exact noise it made when it broke the door too Fucking tortoise. The tortoise was fine. Don't feel bad for the tortoise. (laughs) I got yelled at by a manager named Dez. Fuck, man. I'm sorry. Anyway, getting back to the Joe Exotic thing. Yeah, I was like, we haven't even talked about Doc Antle's weird harem cult yet. No, okay. Yeah, what the fuck? That man is for sure killing tigers. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, also probably a lady or two. Like, that was one of those things where at the end where they were like, yeah, he uh, euthanizes tigers in a thing. And I'm like... They didn't confirm if that's true, but I immediately believe it. And also, 
not sure if maybe there used to be more of those ladies. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like God. when you are preying upon people that are transient or that are kind of just like going from place to place and there's not good records and you're not paying any of them, like there's no record of who was there and who isn't and who got breast. Like, he, well, okay. I mean, he was paying them. Not a lot and no. definitely not enough. Not I enough feel, to save up and leave. That was yes. the main yeah. thing. Yeah. $100 she a week? She stopped short of saying it, but like as I was watching her talk about it where she was just like, people say that you can leave at any time. And I was like, but you can't because you don't have the money to leave. Yeah. You don't have the resources to leave. You have nowhere to go. You don't have a car to get out. Like you well, can't leave. Yeah. That's the thing. Joe Exotic was doing the same thing. They oh, all yeah. are. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those things where with Doc Antle. Yeah. And especially with Joe, if that hundred and something dollars that they got paid probably needed to go back to Joe for your utilities and or your, your food, food and, etc joe wasn't paying anybody they were living in that horrifying trailer and eating the expired walmart meat that then later went on the pizzas (sighs) that made me so that made me so uncomfortable for so many reasons it's so gross yeah i did for a split second i admired his poor man's logic where it was like you take the meat you put it in the basket they can't sell it that's cheap meat and i was like (laughs) you're talking my language buddy (laughs) well and like some of it looked good, but like it's been in a hot truck all day. Like a I don't mind Florida giving it to the animals. Oh, but God, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Florida muggy. is a different kind of hot. You want some muggy meat? Ugh. And then to put it on a pizza. Oh, they he was just serving yeah. to customers. Oh man. I don't oh. think I, I I pray to God that no one ever that they didn't finish opening it before like I don't, they never showed it open. They never showed people there. They, that's true. They did show him with a pizza one time where I was yeah, like, that yeah, pizza yeah. doesn't look half bad. All right. And then they were like, by the way, it was the expired Walmart meat. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> when Mondo and I are watching him just like outside on the patio of the pizza place, we both will just like look at each other. We're just like, it's right next to the tiger cages. Like that must smell horrible. It just oh, smells like yeah. shit. It just, just for pissed. sure smells Ammonia. like shit. Just, yeah. Have you ever been to a professional zoo? Yes. Have you ever been to a private zoo? I yeah. have been to a private Both zoo. Both smell, but the second one smells. Yeah. You ever yeah. notice how all the food in a zoo is like a quarter mile away from any animal? Yeah. God. The private one I went to in Oregon that was like a big cat rescue thing had Joffrey's cats and jungle cats. What are Joffrey's cats? They're the size of they're a normal super cat. Super tiny. They're, they're tiny super cats. Cute. They're and they like got little spots. Yeah, they're like normal size, uh-huh. like like house cat size. Like they're supposed to be. Like they're supposed to be, but they've got like full on claws and they chatter more than regular cats do. Huh. I don't know if you've ever seen a cat where like they can see a bird or something outside and they kind of like. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah. Chatter it. Dennis doesn't do it for some reason, but like those cats were chattering up a fucking storm, and then they would like jump to catch meat. Interesting. That's cute. Yeah. What I what I was asking though was like they're supposed to be that size, and it's not like a they're bred for that thing. No, right? no, no. Okay. There, there are they're so wild cats. Oh, yeah. they're the little tiny. Okay, so I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys. I've seen them because mm-hmm. it's it's essentially it was a wild cat rescue where they had big cats. They had like two tigers or whatever, and they were just like. These are old tigers living out their life or whatever. But then they also had tiny cats and they're like people buy these as pets as like designer pets 
and then they just can't control them because it's a wild animal. It's not yeah. a domestic cat. Because a regular, a domestic cat will fuck you up. Uh, still, even now. That's true. A normal cat <laughs> will beat the shit out of you. I had a coworker who got a kitten, and then he was convinced that the kitten was trying to kill him, and he gave it back because yeah. the kitten was so like he was just like it keeps like jumping on my face and it's clawing me and it's like I think it it's gonna like kill me in my sleep. And no one. The thing is, is like when you complain about pets like that, no one will take you seriously. Do you? know the look the looks i got when i had to explain to a manager that i oh, I couldn't get to work because a fucking tortoise was standing in front of my door no one believes you when tortoises try to ruin your life no one believes you when a cat tries to kill you here's the thing i'm tommy tortoise this is a shakedown no <laughs> he's like big muscle <laughs> give me your smells <laughs> i can't believe they paid for that girl to get a breast augmentation. Like that's deeply disturbing. Well, and the whole thing of like, gotta be sexy. I'm like, I have never once looked at a zoo employee and been like, damn, I wish they were sexier. Like, (laughs) but that that girl ain't thick enough to work with them wolves. Like I've never thought that. That's those are the the thoughts of a crazy person. It was clearly just him wanting her to look that way. Man, I want to get my paws on her. Ooh, that's pretty good. I would have I would have I would have preferred it would have been arguably more or as wrong, but I would have preferred if he would have gotten the tiger's breast augmentation. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dude, that tiger thick. That tiger got some big old tiggies. Those nipples hang, dude. <laughs> I would see. I I'd be down for that. <laughs> now now I'm interested. But here's the thing: Do you only get two, so it's human titties, or do you get all like eight? Or <laughs> I think you gotta go eight. Or instead of doing that, do those ball implants. Just Hell get like yeah. meaty Hell clackers yeah. for all of them. I will say though. So I think that also like this time is what's what was the guy that got mauled by the tiger. Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Mm-hmm. I think that there is like this sort of Siegfried and Roy showmanshipness, like s- almost circus-like showmanship that Bhagavan is like trying to employ of like sexy and magic and rah and like all this other stuff around the idea of these like wild jungle animals. Yeah, but they've got like a zoo. Like it's yeah. a zoo. Oh, for sure. I'm not I disagreeing also- that he is an insane person oh, running yeah. a cult. He looks like uh like you know how you've got Gandalf the White and Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> if Mario Batali is Gandalf the Grey, he is Gandalf the White. <laughs> really? But he's got that same weird ponytail yeah. and the cargo shorts and cracks. I'm like, the I idea said, that they're all fucking him makes me so upset. I said that he looked like John Travolta's stunt double. Oh, oh. he's like albino John Travolta. Yeah, dude. Oh man, except John Travolta's been bald lately and actually looks good on him yeah really good yeah for him. he's embracing it embracing it finally embracing it i um initially when i heard about tiger king and everyone freaking out about it i was like damn is that that siegfried and roy documentary were they really into some weird shit or something i'm sure they were i am absolutely 100 percent sure that you could have interviewed siegfried and roy and just added it into this one and we would have been oh, like yeah. damn they freaky I'm half positive that you could have interviewed Siegfried and Roy and they would have been like, oh, Joe? Yeah, that's the homie, dude. That's where we get our tigers, motherfucker. And most of our meth. Uh, <sighs> I had heard about Joe Exotic before. Really? Yeah. Yes. How? Because last podcast had done some 
episodes and stuff on him when he was running for president and then mayor. Yeah. Oh my god. I I have a I have a like um a cursory knowledge of Joe Exotic through just being a fan of true crime. Yeah. Like you just kind of but it passed through my radar and the thing of like crazy guy owns tigers did some weird shit that's the trajectory <laughs> yeah. of like it passed through me like a little bit and then i want and then oh my god dude. i had filed him away in the same place in my brain where i have vermin supreme what, what is, is that? that vermin supreme is a guy in vermont that runs for president every election he wears a rubber boot on his head he's like an absurdist kind of performance artist okay and his name is vermin supreme um and oh. i met him at naca one time and he smelled terrible i know that well i don't know him but i know who you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah that that's that that's a perfect way of it's one of these weird characters that you're like god fucked up and then you just store it away <laughs> for later where you're like ah that's worth a wikipedia search at some point man this the thing that one of the things that we were talking about that kind of prompted this bonus episode by the way is that there's so much fucking buck wild shit in that documentary and they didn't even get to cover all of it right like one of the things that we were talking about is the fact that and this is something that Paige put on to me that i didn't know i've been doing so much research and it is wrecking my head he didn't make his own music no he's what? he's lip syncing he is lip syncing the music that he makes that they play in uh in the um i saw tiger no understand <laughs> I saw a tiger and a tiger saw a man. And you're like, that makes no fucking sense in the world. Uh, it makes me so horny. It's uh, unbelievable. The song about his brother that he sang at the funeral, which, oh, by the way, lip syncing at the fucking funeral. Can we talk after we talk yes. about the songs? We have to talk about the funeral. So the uh, the original songs were written and performed by Washington State musicians Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton, um, who were apparently in 2010 local artists to watch because they had several songs that were due to be featured in a movie called Nude Nuns with Big Guns. Where nice. is this film? I, I don't Where know if it came I out. Where can I watch By the way, this, this film. the source of this is a Slate article uh, by Sam Adams. Um, but it's these two people that were making music and he commissioned them to make some songs starting with the theme song for Tiger King the Reality Show. Well, actually, it says in the article that he pitched it as, I need a theme song for my zoo, which is the most, <laughs> that's the, that's the stupidest sense. There is just one zoo and a tiger cage, <laughs> and there's cats around, and it smells real great. You Have you tried eat. our pizza? It's really bad. <laughs> You'll poop all day and night. <laughs> Oh, also, can we talk about the part where he says, you'll probably get peed on? We have t-shirts? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, but that's Deeply a, upsetting. That's a good... I've seen, like, so many roadside attractions where they're like, da, 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 this thing's gonna happen. It's just a joke they told once it hit well and they made t-shirts and they've okay. been doing it for years. Okay. Yeah. Because that was... I was like, if I go to a zoo and an animal pees on me, that is the end of my day. Well, like, I mean, I will not buy a t-shirt. That's a I'm souvenir not... for free. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Idiot. And it lasts for weeks. <laughs> yeah, Tiger um, Piss also nasty. You for sure might get peed on. That is a possibility. Because cats, as far as I know, do like to spray. Male and, cats. Yeah. And I, I don't Gross. think that they're... T I don't think that Joe Exotic was probably... He was definitely not spaying and neutering no. the cats that he was then breeding. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
And they were almost like there were too many tigers to a cage. Like, too that many was tigers. Too many tigers in the cage. Too, too many, many tigers, tigers. Too many tigers and a liger. That's a freak of nature. Um, <laughs> can we talk about the reality show producer for a second? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirkham. Have you read anything about him? No. Only a little bit. He lost everything on that show. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Ran out of town. Uh, lived and did other things for a couple years until his house burned down mysteriously so he could claim the insurance money. Wonder where he got that idea. I still think Joe lit the, the crocodilians on fire. I think Joe did it, and I think that making the other guy a scapegoat helped everyone else in the park be on Joe's side. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, I think that that is always what he needed is like everyone who is his employee, he needed their unflinching loyalty. Like the person that lost their arm, mm-hmm. like the fact that they were like, no, just amputate it because otherwise the animal rights people win. It's like, that's a cult. That's cult shit. You're yeah. crazy. And you'll yeah. see that like he specifically always gets them on his side by presenting an enemy. He never does it any other way other than there's an enemy and we're the side. Carol's right. the enemy. People are against us. People yeah. are trying to hurt me. You have to help. Like he's definitely creating enemies. Yeah. Well, he created an enemy from me just by dressing like that. I hate him. I see. I liked the way he dressed. Not, I think it's not in a way that I'm like, everyone should do that. But for him, I'm like, well, he's a character. Yeah. Um, Hated the way he was dressed. Love the hair. Love the tattoos. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting the some of those padlocks. tattoos. The padlocks. It was a lot. <gasps> the padlocks on his fucking Prince Albert. You know what a Prince Albert is, right? It's the thing on your penis. Yeah. That cannot be clean. That's been infected before. That's gross. Oh, did you think anything on Joe Exotic was clean? You fool. Lysol that guy. How much would you have watched that reality show? Oh, so much. I would have watched every every moment. Every moment of it. I think Joe was stupid because I do think that would have made him famous. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this did, right? He's famous now. He's in jail. People are sending him snacks in jail. Uh, he says to direct all money to Dylan's PayPal. Uh, that's a real thing. Um, so the funeral. Oh, my God. Yes. The funeral for his second husband, Travis. Technically his fourth husband. Technically his fourth. Dude, that, the, the video footage they showed of that moment. I felt so bad. It was so upsetting. Yeah. I was real upset. I, Travis's mom, you, you remember his balls, right? Oh, <laughs> well, they God. were all up in my face. Golden nuggets. <laughs> if so, help me God. If anyone tries to talk about my genitals at my funeral, you all have my permission to kill that person. Jake would never do that. Of course not. Jake would. He'd be do too that. busy crying. But I. And might. then avenging my death. Yeah, I might. I might do it. <laughs> I might gotta do it. I might gots to do it. Here's the thing, though. I don't want you to die by Jake's I'm thundery fist. I'm gonna outlive fist. you. I'm gonna. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> If in some case you don't, I'm going to talk about how big your balls are, though. <laughs> I'm going to talk about I'll allow it. her golden nuggies. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm going to sing a song at your funeral. <laughs> if you don't at least call them cantaloupes. <laughs> and if you don't lip sync, Baby Got Back is too easy. I'm going to oh. say What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. Oh. That's a good one. But the thing is, is I got to sing it to the beat of Ave Maria. (laughs) (laughs) What does that sound like? How about up in the library? 
Here's the big one. Let's get into this so at least we have this down. Do you think that Joe Exotic hired somebody to kill Carol Baskin? No. I don't. You don't. Why? No. Let's start. Andrea, why? Here's the thing. Joe Exotic has been threatening Carol for years. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's talking about, oh, I should shoot you. I should do this. I should do that. I don't think he actually wanted to murder her. I think he likes having an enemy more than, you know, I think that that having someone to like be against feels good for him, but I don't think he would take those steps to kill her. He wanted justice. Like he wants her to go to jail. That's what he wants in his mind. Sure. Yeah. But I think that Jeff who wanted the the zoo saw a way to get rid of Joe, which was to set up this thing. Which is easy to do because Joe's been threatening to do it for years, like an idiot. And he wept for there were no lands left to conquer. He needs Carol. Joe is nothing without Carol. She is his adversary. She is his reason for being, his reason for fighting. She gives him something to work and fight towards and a reason to be better. And I feel like he probably would shout death threats about her all the time. But I don't think either A, he had the actual capital to do it. I have no idea how he was buying Travis all those ATVs and guns. I will pay you to murder this woman, but do you take Walmart meat? Yes. No, exactly. I'm like, he can't even pay to feed the tigers. He's not going to waste money on a murder. And I don't think that he, A, trusted the guy that allegedly went. because He didn't already, like that guy from the beginning. He didn't like that guy at all. They didn't get along. And, like, I don't think that he would have a competent, cogent conversation of, please go kill her. Here's the money. And I don't think he's stupid enough to think that you could hire a hitman for $3,000. No. And there's that moment where you Jeff. You can buy a car for that. Jeff. <laughs> not a good one. Not a good one. Yeah. You can buy a car that'll get you a few states over, have a bender, and then turn right back around, though. Yeah. Um, I do. There was a moment in the documentary where Jeff talks about uh, talking with the, the, the informant guy, the, the, the other fucking sleazebag. And um, he. You can kind of see where he was like, oh, they were saying that the only problem was they didn't get him handing him the money. And you can almost you can almost see on his face where he's like, and then I came up with the idea. But he did give somebody the money. Like you see, you can almost see in his own story where he came up with the idea to make that lie. My the thing that sold it for me was within the documentary. Jeff is talking about it in the past to the documentary filmmakers and yet we have footage of him confronting joe yeah where that footage come from joe clearly doesn't know he's being filmed it's a hidden camera who the fuck shot that footage it, it is somebody shooting that footage to make it look a certain way and you know that it's not anyone involved with the actual procedures because everything that you'll see that joe has even the things that are filmed on people's cell phones for him he knows well enough not to have it horizontal or to have it yes. horizontal and not, not uh vertical, vertical. And which I know that's such a stupid thing, but it was one of those things that popped out to me where like he would never approve of anyone filming that way. A filmmaker would never do it either. No. And here's the other thing. Joe is confused. He confronts Joe and Joe doesn't really know what it's about. Jeff is feeding the story. Yes. And Joe doesn't really know how to react. Yeah. Which Joe never lets people have him on camera when he doesn't know what's going on. Also, it seemed very genuine where he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What money are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. He he gives off the vibe of like, look, I don't know why you're mad at me. What did I do? Like, did I do something wrong? Yeah. 
it's yeah the whole thing was just so fucking oh man jeff i hate jeff he's super gross i I think joe is bad but in different ways yes they're all well you said it best they're all bad they're it's 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 an episode of it's always sunny where like it's entertaining as fuck but god damn are they all terrible people yeah also, I knew Jeff was going to be a bad person because you can never trust anyone that wears a bandana under a, a baseball 100%. hat. 100%. Yeah. I agree so hard with that yeah. statement. And also, the just he has that, like, if I met Jeff in real life, I would hate him immediately just based on what he's wearing because every dude I have met like that is shitty to women. It is talks like he's a bigger deal than he is and is dumb as fuck. Yeah. Here was my first inclination that he was not what he seemed he was allegedly crazy rich but he was hanging out with joe yeah because 100 yeah, i have met crazy rich people they no. don't hang out with no. joe I've they don't met- they don't get caught dead in fucking oklahoma no yeah. rich person dresses like that. Well, he's not. He's behind payments on his ferrari like that's, that's not I mean. real yeah. rich that's bo- that's poser rich yeah yeah yeah, real rich isn't making payments on a Ferrari. I'll say it again. Real rich just bought it. Real rich is not wearing a bandana under a baseball hat. Why yeah. are we not talking about the fact? Well, that I mean never that's not true that. because so I'm pretty sure that Chris Angel is probably rich, and I know he does that. And Brett Michaels did it for a long time. <sighs> yeah, but uh, there, there's a thing. There's they're not emotionally rich. I'll say that. About <laughs> them. Uh, the one who gave me the immediate creepy creeps, mm-hmm. Doc Antle. Doc Antle yeah. gave me so much creepy. Creep. He definitely is that dude that pats your ass and makes it, you know, like I had a, I worked for a dude or I worked for a company. It was at my school. I was in college and I worked for the college at an, essentially a campus site. It was like a fake, um, like field where they would like grow corn for, to diagnose different diseases. And I went into like the main office and like the dude in charge of everything. I'm 18 years old and he's like patting my ass and I was just like, what the fuck just Yo, what? happened? And everyone was just like, I mean, he does that. So just no. like, don't get near him. And I'm like, you got, I'm a child. Like, I'm still kind of a child. Like, why are you all letting this happen? I think the reason he freaked me out so much is because he seemed like one of the kinds of dudes that would listen to you and listen to your feelings and then try to make a move on you. Yeah. Super like, culty. Yeah. Like create a, a type of relationship in which he paints himself as I am someone you can trust. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Yeah. yeah. Also, my dick is here for you if you want to eat that. Because I only paid you a hundred dollars. <laughs> Got this hot pork sausage. He has strong like teacher that fuck student vibes. Yes. Yeah. yeah from the, the from the from the first time they show him on screen, I'm like, oh, you a scumbag. Like they're just, the way he looks, his whole. Everything about him just makes it so well, scummy. My favorite is when he refers to that girl as the Italian partner, and then the other girl is talking about it later. She's like, "That's Becca," which <laughs> is like yeah. a really normal name. <laughs> yeah, the- I mean Italians do have normal names. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I know. Well, your name's <laughs> a man's Paige. name. Just FYI, Sh- I know. Andrea is an Italian man, but yeah, I, <laughs> I like my I was arm like, hair agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only one uh, person from Italy that I've ever met in my life, like, grew up in Italy, her name was also Becca. <laughs> yeah. I will uh. say the funniest thing, too, about Doc that I notice is that when he's talking, he always is talking like he's talking on a tour. Yeah. Even when he's only yeah. talking to, like, two people casually, and that 
is so annoying to me. My oh, favorite fuck. was that he rode an elephant everywhere. <laughs> like even when he didn't need to, he's like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> like, that was that was my that was my legitimate. Just favorite. going to get the mail. <laughs> yeah. On that same note, too, and it's something we talked about, but fucking Joe Exotic's uh, medical emergency jacket. Oh my god! Where <laughs> that the person dazzled emergency jacket. That person's arm got uh, attacked by the tiger, and you know that they were like, "Joe, there's a medical emergency." And he goes, finally, the jacket. <laughs> you know he ran to put he wasn't wearing the jacket. It's either it's in his closet or more likely tucked inside of the medical aid bag. <laughs> he, goes, he pulls the first seat out and there's nothing in it. It's just, just the a jacket. jacket. <laughs> Joe, where are the bandages? Well, I couldn't fit the jacket. Oh, desperate times. This jacket was a dream between me and my brother. Oh my, oh my god. Gosh. The whole thing, the child teaching him magic. I'm like, Oh my god, I forgot about the magic. <laughs> yeah, that's episode one is him stealing a magic act from a child. Here's the thing. Anytime an adult man has a relationship with a child he is not related to, I am suspicious of all of that. That was the funniest <laughs> shit. His fucking magic was ghost written by a 12 year old. Well, Joe didn't really know the magic until no. I came on the scene. Like, he's talking like they're old oh hands. And it's like, you're also, like, <laughs> what? You're a child. The first picture they showed of him was a t-shirt tucked into blue jeans, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this show. I love this story so much. Um, the tattoos. The tattoos at the end. Property. Of private property. No, it's privately owned. Privately, privately owned. owned by Joe Exotic. And then he got it covered up with a bull head. But it doesn't cover all the words. No, that was the most... Why? I don't know. And I felt bad because I was like, I want you to have this cover up. I want this to be taken care of for you. Yeah. But like... That's some trauma mm. scars, bro. But it, I was wondering if it may have been a multi-step process. We only got to see one. Like if there were going to be additional pieces. Yeah. That, That's true. You know, That's you didn't true. see. Um, or if it was so scarred that that's all they could do. When you are getting a tattoo, you know how much it's going to cover. So like he knew where it wouldn't. So there, I I think that there's a lot of like, he's probably going to get more stuff or maybe my first thought was like, as unlikely as it seems, maybe he wants a little bit to show through so he could be like, Oh, well I'll always remember to never, but then he was like, he's not even going to be a memory. That was a good line too, by the way. He had other ones Mm -hmm. too, because they showed multiple, but here's like all of their tattoos looked the same. Yeah. And I was just like, did you guys just constantly go get tattooed together? Mm. It might've been. The three bullet hole tattoo was the fucking worst for me. Oh, that's a wild tattoo. It's also like his only one that's in color. No, the one that was too crazy for me was his brother that looked like the Unabomber without a hood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Also, so the whole, okay, you watch the documentary and the whole time I'm thinking like, wow. So Joe Exotic every day puts on eyeliner. Like he has to because you see it's the line that's underneath his eye. He's unmistakably wearing makeup. But then they'll show pictures of him in prison and I've had to realize he still has it. That it's either he's tattooed, yeah, baby. yeah. Tattooed no, I think you're right. On. It's tattooed eyeliner. My mom did that. Yeah, on the eyelid, like right yeah, there, on the do. top. She only did the top. That's insane. Well, I, so you don't have to wear makeup every day. Well, it's, I know. Honestly, I, it's because my mom's eyesight is so bad she can't put on <laughs> eyeliner. 
without having her contacts in is too hard. So she's like, I'm tired of this. And so she just got it tattooed on because she couldn't, unless she put her contacts in first. And I have the same problem. I can't wear makeup unless I'm wearing my contacts because I can't see to put on my makeup. It also might have to do with the person that taught you how to put on makeup was a 12 year old magician. (laughs) She tries, but her eyesight's so bad that when she's done, it just says, privately (laughs) (laughs) and the other one's a bowl and there's a dove for some reason yeah i mean you're never gonna convince me that it's that weird because i have family members who have shaved off their eyebrows and tattooed them back onto their face they are like that forever there's a thing you can get that are uh, microblading micro but they're they're fake microbladed one-time use tattoo sheets so you can just put you can just tattoo like what is it? Uh, temporary temporary. Tattoo? You can temporary tattoo on your eyebrows and it lasts like a couple days or like a, a month or something. And then you just it comes in like a sheet of your eyebrows and then you just redo your eyebrows when they start wearing off. That's oh, wild. Man. I hate that. That's Not probably, into it. Probably Hannah based. What uh, I would do is if, if I had that, I would apply it once and then right when it was like still pretty good on there i would apply it again but like a quarter of an inch to the left just to <laughs> just to <laughs> fuck with people you do one like raise a little bit so you always look like the rock is surprised <laughs> i told you guys what happened on splash mountain with aaron and i one time right what Did her eyeball fall no. off or her eyebrow no so the logs hold four people she and i are in the front two seats in the seats behind us are two women who have drawn their eyebrows on very prominently we go on Splash Mountain, and my sister and I duck uh-huh. in the waterfall. Water goes over our backs and hits the two girls behind us who apparently had never ridden Splash Mountain before and didn't duck. And so we get off the ride, and one of them is looking at the photos in like that little photo bank and has her compact up, and she's like, Oh no, one of my eyebrows washed off. <laughs> so then in that room, we, we watch her take out a Sharpie and try to draw it back on. I don't think it was a Sharpie because then it would have washed off. But okay. Whatever pen she had used, it was like a marker to try and draw it back on. But she got it like half an inch too high. Oh my God. Oh no. And she was just like constantly skeptical for the rest of the day and this is why you never pluck everything yeah leave yourself a base for notes unless you're doing drag in which case pluck everything i will say um that was my tia maria and she is doing better now oh good 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 i'm glad to hear that i also i had a coworker who did the, the she shaved her eyebrows off and she had them tattooed back on the thing that nobody ever tells you is that um so when you get a tattoo it puffs up and swells for a few days when it's on your face, it's so much worse. So she looked like she got stung by bees. So- yeah, the problem with eyebrows too is that like styles change. Yeah. Oh yeah. So if you get that tattooed on, that is forever now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're living in a time period right now where it's cool for rappers to get face tattoos before they're famous. It's not going to last, man. You're going to have that forever. 69, 69, 69, yeah. 69. Well, that, yeah, he's, hopefully he goes away for in prison for 69 years. Jesus. Hey. Hey. <sighs> so, yeah, this is our mini-sode on Tiger King. 
I don't think we actually did anything productive. I think we just made me angrier and everyone else <laughs> we, more sure that everyone just shouted dead. our theories. Yeah. Oh, Wait, God. is there anything we're missing before we go? We didn't even get to really talk about how Doc Antle is for sure running a sex cult. Like, I mean, we've touched on it here and there, but like all of the little elements and details going on. I w- we should do like at least a mini episode on his background and like, you know, do like a real thing about it's it. It's hard to find. I tried like Googling more information about him. He keeps it very They've curated. kept it pretty tight. High and yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. Um, like his soul stash. Like his ponytail. Or his patch. Like his ponytail his, his is better. flavor saver. Oh, oh God. God. Um, yeah, because I, yeah. I was trying to look for more information because like that one girl is really the only source that speaks to that. Yeah. I mean, other people are like, yeah, he's got a lot of wives. And then he's like, no, I don't even, I'm a single guy. My wife died. Like he's like totally king of spin. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to suss out where else you could get facts about that. Mm-hmm. Paige, is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel bad for his campaign manager. <laughs> oh my God, me too. No, Until- those ads. Until he started talking about like his genuine beliefs and shit, and I was like, "You're a kind of annoying." Yeah, but he didn't deserve to watch a man die. I, well, no. my favorite also was just like, "Fuck the feds." I was yeah. like, "Okay." Um, the thing is, is like the thing with like the feds is like I don't really trust the feds, and like honestly, <laughs> fuck the feds. <laughs> he looked around like a little bit, and oh, that's what you get when you hire your campaign manager from a Walmart. Yeah. Defle was smoking a weed vape to look cool, and he got too high during the interview. I could see it on his face. (laughs) I've had that face. My favorite is, and I think he's totally right, he he basically said he's like, Joe wins people over one-on-one. He's absolutely right. Yeah. 100%. Every person who meets Joe, like they said, is that's a voter for Joe. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've met those people. It's the same with probably me, probably you, probably a lot of people in our like same range, Andrea, possibly, I, I don't know. But Much any, less for me. I mean, anytime, like specifically, anytime I've ever gotten a job interview, like anytime I've gotten to that point, I've gotten a job offer. Yeah, I've only interviewed, I think, twice for jobs I did not immediately get after. I have to be in the right zone. I have like a very sociable good zone. And then I have a too honest Andrea zone where I just tell you exactly what I'm thinking. And it's not always what you want to hear. Since I haven't been working consistently normal or some would say real jobs and I've been doing more comedy or podcasting based stuff, I have lost the ability to kind of grift. Maybe not grift, but <laughs> but to have the maybe the grift in the terms of make people think I'm a professional. Like I can hold it up for a little bit, but then I got to tell you that my day job is like, oh yeah, so the Earth, right? Flat. <laughs> How dare you? We own a business. <laughs> we are business owners. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Yeah. I love um, how your veil of professionalism is like a trash bag against the rain. Yeah, it really we, is. <laughs> Andrea, I want you to think about this for a moment. Mm-hmm. We went to an industry meeting, brought up skin car, and then we're signing those contracts in a week. Yeah. <laughs> like That's a, a real thing. The, the, we we told actual people about skin car and they were like we love it sounds great more please we'll draw paperwork yeah somebody they said the phrase we love your brand <laughs> in my head i was like yeah you why can you oh, make man. all the checks out in increments of 69 and 420 <laughs> <laughs> 
Armando Torres, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's the thing is like the the business side of running this show is the ridiculousness of of having to do stuff like that. Where sometimes like I'm like I'm judging people like Joe Exotic for how weird they are, and then I'm like, ah, we're not. <laughs> We're we're two weeks away from a I got pissed on at a cult podcast show T shirt. Yeah, I. It's just the Kool Aid Man, but he's like the Calvin and Ops. <laughs> and the backside shows him peeing, and it's just a little crack in the glass and water spurting out. Oh man! Oh my gosh, Andrea, do you have any closing remarks? Anything you want to add about the documentary? Anything that we haven't touched on, or anything that really stuck out to you? I was just gonna say that this sequel to Cougar Town was <laughs> bug wild, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it needed more wine. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Yeah, this documentary is insane. I'm so glad I was able to talk about it with y'all. Yeah, I'm glad. I needed to talk about this with someone, so yeah. thank you so much. I think Jeff wears a bandana and a baseball hat because he's actually bald. And he I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, he's super bald. They show... Wait, oh, I guess they don't show him with a bald head. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's a mugshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That I, is true. I will say I can see from this documentary how all of these people see themselves as the victim and the hero. Yeah, oh, and yeah. that's why they're all mad about it, which blows my mind that every single one of them is like, no, it didn't get us right. And I'm just like, but I think that's because I think they it got you all right. I think they I think this is one of the few documentaries where you're like, they're showing you both sides of everyone mm. and really letting you decide. Make your own judgments. Yeah, Which isn't always true of documentaries. So yeah. I think they did a great job. Um. Yeah, I will say in closing that I do think that Jeff wears a bandana and then a condom on his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my closing final thought. I mean, the condom is the dick bandana for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> And their heads look exactly the same. Now I'm just imagining like the 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 condom has like that print that bandanas right, like, have. Yeah. Oh, see that, like the star print. The paisley. I was, I the paisley. Yeah. The the bandana was under it, and then the condom goes over it, but the condom is denim with rhinestones. Yes. <laughs> Studded for her pleasure. Oh. His, oh, his poor wife. His where poor he was, like, wife. Shopping for nannies. Oh my god. Bedazzled. But for I mean, the her one place. thing. Look they, at this they, Italian one. Oh god. But her they, name's Becca. They did introduce that they have an open relationship, and she seemed on board. So I assume that it's open both ways. Yeah. Here's the thing: open relationships. I'm fine with it. But don't you know, like, don't creep out the nanny. You know what I mean? That's true. Unless like the, that was creepy. Unless the nanny is like, I am a sex worker and I am here for this. Yes. And I'll watch your baby and have sex with you for a fee. Like, don't be shopping for nannies. That's side note. Up. If you're a sex worker, get into the nanny business. That sounds like right? a great racket. Yeah. Actually, right? Yeah. That's yeah. The, that's like the perfect job. Welcome to Big Andrea's Big Nanny Rescue, where we have the biggest collection of nannies in the world. They're just tigers with implanted breasts <laughs> that watch your cubs. They got eight big old titties each. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm gay as hell. I love owning tigers. I got a judgment against me in Florida from some bitch. And I want to be your nanny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. oh, thank you for 
thank you for being here. Thank you I for watching you. this. And yeah. Thank you for um, thank you for talking <laughs> about it. It broke my brain. Where it was like this was the best time for it to come out and the worst time because I can't meet up with people and it, talk. Yeah, about it, it was it was best and worst best because it's making amazing memes online. But like the worst because I'm in my house and I'm just like all I want to do is shout about this to everyone that I know. Please send me your Tiger King fan art. I want yes. it. Oh, yeah. I need it. Oh my god! Send yes. it if yes, you yes, have yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Send it. Send me your embroidery. Send me your yes. sculpture. Send me your creative plating of the Tiger King. Yes. Get a tattoo that says "Privately Owned" by Colt Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, there's somebody out there with a Colt Podcast tattoo already, that's and it's true. not any of us. <laughs> Wilder things have happened. Um, wow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. We hope you're staying safe out there. We love all of you. Um, and yeah, uh, for our monitor, the Cold Podcast, I love you. <laughs> um, yes, please send us your fan art. Uh, please send us your theories about where Carol's husband is. Um, and if he could fit through that, that meat grinder or into the septic <laughs> tank. Uh, I think both are options, but I think Tiger's more likely. Uh, make flower crowns. At home Please. and wear them. Yes. Please. Oh, also, if you want to bring this further, if anyone else wants to get in on this discussion, head on over to the Facebook page. Oh yes. my God, it's on and popping. We're having a great time, already. and I'm thinking of dropping some some fun stuff. So. Yes. Yeah. And if you see any tortoises, fuck them up on site for me. <laughs> fuck them up on site. Use a door. Hit them. They're weak. Actually, don't do that. Please I don't think don't injure to do that. animals. Don't injure animals, but also don't injure doors. All that's right, just like a good rule of thumb yeah, yeah just how about we just don't break shit how and about that that's fair don't eat the pizza oh, oh my god. god no and <sighs> don't drink the kool-aid bye. bye hey everybody so like you heard in the uh the intro thing that i did there just a second ago uh we have just all seen the newest episode of tiger king tiger bow, king bow, bow, bow. Episode eight, the Tiger King and I, which is a uh, 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 an after show done by Joel McHale of all people. Is that the one where Joel McHale uh, moves to a foreign country to teach the Tiger King's children how to speak English <laughs> and become their governess? Except that all of the children are tigers, and then just Travis. So it's like Travis <laughs> and tigers. And then he wears big oh hoop gosh. skirts. And Yul Brenner is there turning in an A-plus performance as always. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was, um, it's one of those things where, you know, well, I guess you can't ever expect what you're going to see in the news anymore, can you? Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we all saw that there was going to be a new episode of Tiger King. And then uh, they dropped it on Easter Sunday. Um, we all watched it. If you haven't seen it, this i mean if you've seen tiger king it's pretty much this it's just them recapping what's gone on when and adding a little bit of new information um yeah. they interview people like uh travis or was it travis no, travis is dead <laughs> travis is dead they interviewed john john they interview john name. with his new teeth new teeth new teeth and bigger beard bigger beard my favorite part well i do want to highlight just for a second we recorded the first half of this episode and this piece of this episode like three weeks apart yes yeah so uh but yes they interviewed john finlay with his new teeth 
My favorite part was his justification for why he did all the interviews shirtless. And he was like, I got a bunch of kick-ass tattoos. What would you do? <laughs> I was like, that's not bad logic. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but I do want to call into question what he thinks good tattoos look like. True, true. Although yeah. I did, I I wasn't surprised to learn that the tattoo that they showed at the end wasn't finished. I actually think that that's something that we speculated in our mini yeah. uh, episode about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he mentioned in the episode, like, hey, just so you know, it's finished now and actually looks good. So shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he didn't show proof. So I'm skeptical. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't show proof. Uh, we got a little more information about Travis's death, which was rough uh but we did confirm that that guy does still believe fuck the feds so (laughs) yeah thank god that was the important part uh the thing that i thought was interesting was literally every single person they talked to he was like so should joe be in prison they're like oh yeah yeah absolutely he's a bad dude like care about him bad dude It seemed like a lot of people don't want to see him die in prison as much as they want him to just have have gone to prison. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk about my Rick theory? Yes. Yeah. He is not in Norway. There's no fucking way he's in Norway. He was making it all up. What? Here's why I think this. I'm not the only one. I posted on Facebook. A lot of people liked it. Uh, he keeps, first of all, he's just in a house. So there's no like, landmarks for where he is Mm -hmm. so he didn't even need to tell us where he was we don't really care and he makes it a point multiple times because nobody else is like i'm in florida or i'm in georgia or i'm or wherever no one else is telling where they are because that'd be madness you don't want people to come find you he makes a point of saying well i'm in norway now and People are speaking Norse, and sometimes when I go walking by the fjords, people notice me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're taking daily walks by the fjords? No, you're fucking not. No, you're fucking not. When I walk by the traditional schnarfendorfen that I pass every morning by my schnugenhausen. Well, it's like if I told everyone that every day I go hiking in the Pasadena Mountains. I have only been, I've lived in California for almost four years. I have hiked in the mountains two times. Yeah, I was thinking the equivalent would, would be like, and I I know we have listeners in Norway, so they can feel free to correct me. The fjords are like a national park. Like that's it's a thing that people specifically go to see and I feel like it would almost be like, oh, yeah, I go to Hollywood Boulevard every day. I walk around on the the Walk of Fame every day. Another point to what you're saying, too, is how much of Norway's daylight overlaps with our daylight right now? Because it was daylight in the his video, and it was also daylight where Joel McHale is recording. I mean, this time of year, not much. And my theory is because you can't extradite from Norway. But extradite for what? I don't know. Well, he was accused of sexual assault by some people, so. Yeah, he was accused of sexual assault, but then also after the zoo arson, allegedly his own home burned after that, which he does not talk about in this episode. Mm. Um, And in Norway, because I actually looked it up because I'm psychotic, um, you can't be extradited, but they can punish you for crimes committed elsewhere. 
so I mean I don't know I I don't think he's in Norway I just think that's so and he spent so much time on it in his interview trying to like reinforce the idea that he was in Norway and was a celebrity in Norway (laughs) yeah it almost felt like he a couple times he almost instead of Norway said alibi (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was very 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 strange super strange and I don't think he's in Norway you know, it's a Zoom interview. Who's going to check on that? It's not like people are going to be reviewing his IP address to verify where he is, you know? like Yeah. Yeah. I also, I did realize that every time he said he was in Norway, Joel McHale was like, cool, bud. So anyway. Yeah. 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 Almost like Joel McHale was like, no one cares that you're in Norway. Talk about the fucking tigers. I did also love that they asked almost everybody if they thought Carol killed her husband and everyone was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was at first I was surprised to uh, and, and wondering why Carol wasn't one of the interviewed people. And I found out it's because she fucking she's going to war with Netflix right now. Yeah. Which, bitch, you ain't got that kind of money. You may have Tiger King money, but you don't got Netflix money. Like, no. come on. Come yeah. on. Why don't you go talk to Stephen Avery, see how he feels about it. <laughs> uh, back, back to the, back to the Tiger King. Any other revelations from that episode that you can think of that blew your mind? I, my favorite thing was uh, how how often uh, the guy with the 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 glasses and the mustache, the man uh, who has no legs, um, yes, or who has prosthetic legs, actually, some pretty kick ass ones, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 Joel McHale asked him, how does it feel to be a celebrity? And he went, oh, me, I'm not a celebrity. You, Joel McHale, you're a big time Hollywood celebrity. <laughs> uh, my favorite is that, do you remember what Joel McHale said back to him after that? Yeah. He oh, goes, yeah. oh yeah. 2009 was a big <laughs> year for me. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, it was so great. Yeah, I that guy I still love. Um, the guy with the really long blonde hair. Yeah, I like uh, him. I like him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much anyone that worked for the park, I have a lot of respect for. But everyone else can just eat a bag of. Uh, oh my god, sardine oil. Jeff talking about the nanny and his wife talking about the nanny. I was just like, oh my god, this is so weird. I mean, I feel like th- th- this sounds real strange, but like, because I know we talked about this the last time we talked about this and we were speculating as to whether or not this was a willing open relationship. And I I don't know. This extra episode made me think that like she's into it, too, where maybe the nanny is as much for her as it is for him. OK, the it vibe. Be, yeah. The vibe that I was getting from this extra episode was that he is striking out with the nanny and the nanny yes. and the wife are getting it on, right? Yeah, yes. that's how yes. I feel that about was it as well. 100% yes. the vibe I got. And I was kind of like, you go, girl. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty All funny. Right. Every time Joel talks about the nanny, his wife or baby mama, I'm not sure of their relationship, but she had the uh, she had this look of like, yeah, Jeff, tell him about the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I it, it does have that vibe of like, He's like the nanny lives with them and he's still trying to score with the nanny. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's really, really he, weird. He did an AMA on Reddit recently. Jeff Lowe did. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough to pr- to promote his cameo service. Uh, you guys know what cameo is, right? 
I do. I, I've been tempted to sign up just to see what happens, but then I'm, I look at the other people on it and I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want us to do anything, we'll pretty much do it if five people were like, I see that. Here's the thing. You don't have to join Cameo and we don't have to join Cameo. You can just be like, hey, guys, I'll give you $10 if you do that. You know, like you can just be part of our Patreon and probably get the same rewards, yeah. you know? Cameo is, for those of you that don't know, a service where you can hire celebrities to record a selfie video on, on their phone saying stuff like, um, happy birthday or happy anniversary or Bush did 9-11 yeah you can get um, John Luke Picard saying Andrea Gazetta killed John F. Kennedy right 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 um, and so Jeff Lowe is promoting his through an AMA and what he didn't think was going to happen was that everyone on Reddit hates his guts <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just a bunch of people asking him questions and baiting him into answering and then everyone just bombarding him with like hey why don't you go fucking turn yourself in for murder you piece of shit wait who do they think Jeff murdered I don't think they murdered anybody everyone just really hates Jeff they're trying to get him to like give up the farm the zoo not the farm i still think that he kind of set joe up like oh, i yeah. do too think, i think it's very possible to believe a that joe should be in prison but also b that part of that was facilitated by jeff and that maybe a lot of the things that joe was charged with are not accurate like i think joe should be in prison for animal abuse 150 percent yeah do i think that he tried to hire someone to murder carol baskin not so much that horse story was fucking brutal dude that and speaking of animal abuse yeah dude Whew. that was rough that was one of the things that was a new piece of information that i was really glad that it added but just like, i actually had read that ahead of time ahead of that episode coming out i had read it online yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I did I did like that. I see where he's coming from of like, well, I need to feed these tigers. I guess I'll feed it the horses. But it's so cruel and messed up to like be like, ah, this is fine. Like, you know, oh, yeah, I love your horse. Like, I'm going to give him a great home. And like, that's just like every part of that story is just weird to me. Like, why would you give your tiger or why would you give your horse to a dude who owns... 200 tigers and just be like it'll be a great environment for my horse like that's yeah. weird i don't know just every part of that is like this is a bad idea i do think it's funny that we're criticizing big cat enthusiasts while your big ass fucking cat is just chilling on your shoulder yeah 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 yeah, yeah. dennis is is perched on my office chair just chilling <laughs> chilling chilling minding his business i think i came away with like main points uh he's not fucking that nanny no joe's a bad dude and should still be in prison for yes. sure uh and carol baskin's killer husband carol baskin or i still i i'm still down for my conspiracy theory that he faked his own death i still think it's plausible but also if they were like yeah it turns out that meat grinder tested for human i'd be like yeah she definitely killed that guy yeah for sure for sure mm-hmm yeah. I like how the meat grinder would get tested for human like we're a meat grinder STD. Yeah, yeah. Turns oh, no. I've got to call some other grinders. <laughs> Jeanette, I know we ground together a couple weeks back, but you didn't have gloves on. Um, 
I just, I, is it weird that I still want more information? Like I was watching the episode and I was like, none of this answered the questions I have. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that there needs to be more investigating into like how Jeff baited Joe and mm-hmm. like the way that he set him up. Cause it, the whole thing is suspicious as hell. Yeah. And you know, if Carol did it. I want hunting Hitler levels of investigation into Carol Baskin's husband's death. No, because they're not even going to be able to prove that Carol Baskin's exists. <laughs> um, one of the things that I did learn, I don't know if it probably is more common sense than public knowledge, but Jeff Lowe put it on his AMA about how the people making the documentary, uh, depending on who you were, they told you a different thing for why they were doing it. So they oh, told weird. they told some people that it was a documentary about Carol Baskin's husband. They told some people it was a documentary about Joe Exotic. They told some people it was looking into big cat enthusiasts. Whoever you were, you got a different story because they wanted you to come at it from a certain angle. Oh, interesting. But I do think that they were genuinely trying to like see both sides, But in order to make the interviewee feel comfortable enough to, like, share their opinion, they took their side during the interview. You know what I mean? Which is a pretty common tactic for trying to interview people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're interviewing a murderer and you come at them from a place of, like, sort of empathy of, like, well, your mom really sucked, they're going to give you a lot more information than if you're, like, you're an evil piece of shit. For a second, I thought you were going to try to empathize with a serial killer. Like, yeah, you're right. Her eyes did look like bats, and she did have the shining halo of a Satan worshiper. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're right. You do just got to kill co-eds. That's what you got to do. Of course. Who wouldn't? (laughs) If you got a crock pot, you got to fill it with dicks. That's what they're for. (laughs) That's what they make them for. They can't, you know, have their crock pots looking all sexy, and you just not filling them with dicks. The right? original name for crockpots were cockpots. Yeah. For cocktail weenies. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Well, thank you for uh, <laughs> tuning in. Thank you for joining us for this last little bonus part of this uh, Tiger King bonus stuff. Yes. Instead of goodbye, can we just do tiger sounds? Yeah. Let's do tiger sounds to end the episode. All right. <laughs> All right. You start off and I'll then go- Andrea. I'll go first. I will not change my clothes. I'm gay as hell. I got a judgment against me from some bitch out in Florida. <laughs> That's a pretty good tiger noise. Andrea? Wow. <laughs> That's your tiger That's noise? That's my tiger. Try one more time. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. And here's my tiger uh, sound. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, I think we'll say bye. 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 Yeah.